Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I raised the cow that jumped over the moon. Uh, I finished watching March Comes In Like a Lion. Um, absolutely spectacular all the way to the end. Again, I really, really recommend it. Um, I've started watching Be the Beginning. Uh, I saw season one a while ago, uh, a year and a half maybe maybe two years now um i rewatched season one and i just started season two which is only six episodes be the beginning action anime uh, a lot of uh fighting blood cool stuff uh very very cool it's on netflix i recommend that one too i really 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 enjoy it uh hopefully season two is good and uh, if it's not the last season, which it probably won't be again since it's six episodes, hopefully there's a season three. But uh, yeah, very, very nice. Anime is great. And my life force. Um, but yeah, uh, after I finish Be the Beginning, I'll probably go ahead and watch Horimiya, which is one of the more popular animes of 2021. So that's exciting. Ramadan has also started, which I think it started last week when I, or when the last episode went out uh, this week, it's uh, going to be week two. And so, you know, everyone that has, is participating there, good luck there. I think I talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's a really great time to think about your relationship to food, which I'll make an episode on when Ramadan is over. Uh, but today we're talking about immortality it's a concept uh, everyone has thought about before. I want to explore the pros, the cons, why some people may want it, why a lot of people explain that they don't want it, uh, you know, all the things about immortality. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're positive here. We like uh, positivity, sunshine, and rainbows. That's why I made a beautiful guide on how to be a failure last week. Uh, the... So the pros of immortality, we're going to start there, since again, rainbows and sunshine all the way here, it's seriously funny. Uh, the pros of immortality are cracked. I mean, if you live forever, first off, you can become effing rich. You can like easily make a crap ton of money. Either you live long enough to learn about how to be a billionaire, and then it's just GG, you know, you just have to go do it. Or you just save your money for a long, long time. Either way, you can become absolutely stacked with the green if you're immortal. I mean, holy crap, you get to be rich and being rich is effing awesome. Everyone that says money doesn't buy happiness, you're wrong. I disagree. Depending on who you are, it very much so can buy you happiness. Um, maybe not buy you, but it can bring you happiness or help you get there at least. A lot of people need uh, a lot of money to do things that will make them happy. And so money in that case is a requirement. So anyone that effing downplays money, that just means you're going to be effing poor. That's your problem. That's a lie, by the way. But yeah, I think uh, money is misunderstood. And that's the biggest problem with money. Again, one day we'll talk about money. But you know, that's the first pro of immortality, just becoming stacked. That would be so effing great. I, there was a, a show on Netflix. It was a Turkish show. It was called The Protector. And in it, uh, one of the, the main antagonists was uh, this rich guy, billionaire. And he was immortal. 
it was uh, very interesting because he lived a long, long time, but then he finally, like, you know, went ahead, started a company, became really rich, and then he used his money to try to revive a bunch of other dead immortals. They died, but they could be revived. Um, you you got to watch this show. I guess that's a, that may I guess that's that's completely paradoxical. How can you die if you're immortal? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to watch the show. There was like a specific sword way back in the ancient past that could kill them, and then the guy that killed them killed six of them, but then one was left. And then, so, anyways, a pretty solid show. I haven't seen the last few seasons recently, but. It wasn't bad, The Protector on Netflix. But anyway, so the next pro, you get to experience everything, bro. If you live forever, you get to experience all the things in life. You get to experience effing Chinese food, Taiwanese food, Japanese food, South American food, which is, uh, I'm going to start naming South American countries. So, you know, uh, Portuguese food. Argentinian food, European, I mean, we probably all have European food, you know, and all of this on a, on a frick, what's the word, um, you know, original, authentic, there we go, authentic basis, and that would be so fire, bro, imagine, you get to go to every country that exists, and you get to eat all of their food, and you're immortal, so you don't have to worry about you know, how long you stay there. So you really can eat effing everything. And that you're also rich now. So, you know, don't worry about it. Moreover, you get to like go everywhere and see those places. You get to see the Eiffel Tower, all the Grand Canyons, all the national parks, every square inch, every square centimeter of every wonder of the world, every cool place, every nice, awesome looking place in on the planet. And maybe, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but, you know, you get to see all of the Alaskan, whatever they have in Alaska, a bunch of snow and ice, but maybe you get to see Antarctica. Maybe you get to go to, uh, I can't think of any landmarks. There's a lot of landmarks in Japan that are really cool. Maybe you, does South Korea have some? Probably. I don't know where they are, but. You know, you get to see a bunch of really, really cool stuff. Uh, all, all, not some. You, you, you get to see all of the really, really cool stuff in the world. And that would be absolutely effing fire. Um, something's really cool. Maybe some people aren't into sightseeing. But, you know, if you're immortal, what else are you going to do? You have time. Uh, why not? Uh, the last thing on on experiencing things is people. You get to experience all kinds of different people. You get to experience, uh, you know, all kinds of different people. Yeah, I, I don't. There's no, there's no other way to put that. All different kinds of personalities, good, bad, nice, mean, all the th all of them, and that would be pretty effing awesome. I think that would be really cool. Some people probably aren't into that. Some people probably don't care about that. But you know, you get to meet all the people. If you're a, if you're a woman listening to this, you know, you get to meet all the dudes, men's, uh, this is assuming straight, and it'll be great. If you're a guy, you get to meet all the women, it's going to be great. It's a GG. Look at that. You get to be immortal. And, you know, even if you get married monogamously, they'll die at one point and you won't. So GG. Haha. -ha. You move on. <laughs> That's horrible.
Well, uh, uh, we'll we'll t- we'll touch on that more uh, later. But um, moreover, the last the last pro for immortality is learning everything. You get to learn literally everything. You can become a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, an artist, all of them. You can be a, you can be everything. A biologist, a psychologist, a neurologist, all the ologists. You, ology means the study of. Yeah, you, so you will be ology. You will be the study of. You will stu- you can study literally everything and just learn 100% of everything on the planet. That would be absolutely insane. Uh, maybe if you learn everything you can become enlightened uh, i mean so enlightenment is the complete understanding of you know life in the universe more than just like i don't know astronomy which is just like you know the study of the space like space and cosmos and stars and stuff and so you know even if you do learn everything you'll probably be closer to enlightenment but that's that's not all you get but you know if you're immortal you have time to to sit down meditate become enlightened i mean you know you got you got such a long time you can become a buddha uh, which is a title granted to you know those who are enlightened and so you know that's that's some of the pros right there you know you can become rich you get to experience everything and you can learn everything and maybe become enlightened which i would love to do so immortality it's looking like a green light for me so far. Um, however, a lot of these pros are met with a similar ending, and that ending is boredom. If you if you experience every well, the rich thing, whatever, I guess the boredom doesn't matter there. But if you experience everything, like all the food in the world, you experience all the countries and nice places, and you know everything in the world, and all the people. I mean, people, there's going to be new people, obviously, because everyone will be dying and you'll continue living and you'll meet new people. But, man, you'd get effing bored. Like, holy crap. I mean, if you, then there's nothing else to do, right? There's no other place to go see. There's no other things to go eat. Uh, you just, uh, no other things to go learn anymore if you learn everything. And that would suck. <laughs> um, the thing is, for that one, we can argue that one. Uh, you could just, you know, create more food. You could make different foods, new foods, with all of the different culinary skills you learned in all of the effing countries that you ever went to, which is all of them. And you know, since you're, you know, since you know everything, you know how all the food works. You know, uh, advanced chemistry and science as well as cooking. You can combine those things and just create some god tier food. And so you could make more things. And so in that way, you wouldn't get bored. You'd always have something to do. I talked about it on my proficiency episode. But, you know, expertise is the creation of knowledge. So, you know, you can become an expert at literally everything. And some of that can be making food. Or uh, more so, making knowledge. Um, You can... um, you can start, you know, doing your own research after you know everything. You can start combining different subjects and doing research that no one's ever even thought about, asking questions that haven't been asked, or, or thinking of answers, or creating answers, or designing experiments that other people just can't fathom because they don't have the the breadth of knowledge that you have, being an immortal person, uh, knowing everything. And so that would be really, really, really effing cool. Um, maybe some people will say that you'll run out of resources. Now, if you know everything, you 
could also create the system to take us to different planets, to different galaxies, to different solar systems, to different, uh, I guess you can't go farther than different solar systems and galaxies, <laughs> uh, you know, spreading out. Um, and so that would be pretty awesome. You think there's multiple universes? There's like, uh, there's multiple galaxies. Maybe there's another universe somewhere. What a crazy thought. Anyways, um, is that string theory? No. That's like parallel universes, right? That's like, that's some weird thing. I don't even know. Whatever. Um, maybe I'll look it up when I'm bored and we can talk about it another day. String theory. An explanation from an idiot. But, um, you know, you can't run. Maybe you'll run out of resources on the planet. But if you know everything... You can figure something out. You're, you know, you're immortal. You're smart. You're a smart guy now. You, you can create literally anything and everything that you want to. You can create uh, nuclear. F We've already done nuclear fusion. You can make nuclear fusion efficient. You can make plasma waste converters that just work. You, it's gonna be great. It's all gonna be incredible. And so, running out of resources, just anyone who says that to you, say, Nah, dude. I'll just, I'll just create new ways and methods of resources. And you know what happens if I run out? I'll just create a method of going to a different planet and taking their stuff because no, you know, most planets there's no organ most planets that we know all planets that we know of have no life. So, you know, we're not stealing from anyone. We just have to go take their stuff. Um <laughs> yeah. Um what would you call it? Uh, galactic thievery. That would be great. Yeah, we should just go to other planets and steal their effing stuff. We shouldn't go to Mars to colonize it. We should go to Mars just to steal from it. Um, but, you know, there's a Google Earth right now. Is there going to be a Google Mars at some point? Is there going to be a Google Moon soon? Like, at one point, do we then just have, like, a, a Google Galaxy? A GG, as you, as one would call it. Uh, that would be cracked, dude. Imagine being able to just navigate the the galaxy on your computer first of all the amount of computing power it would take to visualize and represent all of that is absolutely incredible so we need quantum computing but man yeah that would be crazy dude that would be a that's sick but you know some people are like oh we can do that now i mean kind of like yeah we know generally what a lot of planets look like but we kind of make it out from like a hazy amount uh like a hazy cloud around the planet where we kind of analyze like oh what um uh, what elements are around the planet and what does that mean for the characteristics of that planet and i mean it's accurate i'm sure it's scientifically it should be at least accurate but to actually like map these things out uh, and to actually have like a 100% clear representation, full picture that you could scroll through on this Google Galaxy. That would be, you know, awesome. That would be so cool. I think space is awesome. Studied a lot of space over, you know, in my time. Anyways, now we can get to the last part of why immortality is a curse. Um, bottle up, let's say. The, you know, some people, one of the arguments that we get for immortality being a curse is that you see everyone in your life, everyone you care about, you see them die, you watch them die, and you just continue living on. And if you're a psychopath, if you're a detached person, I mean, since you're enlightened now, 
because you know everything and, and you've seen everything and you've experienced everything and you probably know the true nature of life at this point. Since you're enlightened, this won't matter because you're detached and, you know, people dying, you'll be fine. But, uh, or you're, again, you are just a psychopath or a sociopath or a narcissist or any other cluster B personality disorder, which we talked about in personality disorders. Um, so many plugs, so many references here. I'm, I'm creating a library. <laughs> um, since, uh, you know, if, if you're one of those things, enlightened or lack of empathy, then you'll be fine. This doesn't matter at all. You just meet new people and that's cool and awesome. You know, people die and you move on. Uh, so let's say to, you know, just as a hypothetical, uh, Yet, if you're not a psychopath and you're not enlightened, then yes, <laughs> if everyone you care about dies in front of you over and over and over again, like at what point do you just hate everyone and hate talking to people and hate making relationships because you know, you know, one day they're just going to have, they're like, they're going to die. Um, first of all, we make a bunch of relationships in high school and then we never talk to those people again. So, you know, like, come on, we all make a ton of relationships in our life that we know are going to go nowhere. So it, whatever. But, um, Maybe we should talk about that. Uh, um, yeah, but that would suck. Let's do this hypothetical then. Let's say that you are, you know, exploring the Amazonian jungle forest, you know, and you're effing nice boots and uh, shorts and whatever those explorers wear in the movies. And you find this fountain of youth and that's how you gain your immortality. And so you drink from this fountain of youth and then boom, you know, immortal, GG, go next. And then you think, ah, wait, I, I'm not going to watch everyone I care about die. No, no, no. Ha ha. I'm smarter than that. You know, I found this fountain of youth and I don't know everything yet. You know, that's step two. However, I have a brain. I'm going to use that brain. I'm going to take this bottle and I'm going to fill it up with this fountain uh, of youth water. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to give some of this water to all the people I care about. So they'll also live forever. Ha <laughs> ha. I've outsmarted you, nature. And so, uh, so you give that water to everyone you care about. Man, dude. Now, if you're a psychopath or a sociopath or, uh, again, lack of empathy or you're just a horrible human being like myself you're going to get so bored of all of those people, dude. You're telling me that you're going to spend eternity, immortality forever until, you know, you, you, until you finally die when the universe just collapses in on itself and everyone dies and everything dies and nothing exists anymore. Maybe you didn't die. You just literally wiped from existence. But like, crap, man. The same people caught like forever. No way, bro. That would suck. I'd get so effing bored. My relationships don't even last for three months. And now you're telling me that I'm going to talk to the same people for effing ever? No way. Uh-uh. Cannot do that. That thing sucks. Holy crap. That is more of a curse than watching everyone die. Oh my good God. No, uh, I have to, that would that would suck, man. And I know saying that it makes me probably a horrible, disgusting person, but stay with me here okay just just try to imagine that i know you think you could live forever with your wife husbando or effing girlfriend boyfriend whatever you got uh 
What's a non-binary significant other called? A they friend? That's definitely cool. Anyways, um, <laughs> good God, my brain. Anyways, I know you think you love them forever or whatever, and you can love them forever. But like, you know, forever, when we make our wedding vows, it forever just means until we're both dead or one or the other is dead. People get remarried, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, man, forever, like actually forever, you think you could sit with the same person for eternity? Eternity. When you have all these other human beings on the planet constantly, uh, maybe not the planet anymore, the solar system, the galaxy, uh, the effing, you know, universe, if we keep expanding, you have all of these options for other significant others. And, you know, you're immortal. And you're telling me you could stick with one. No way, bro. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Uh, that just can't happen. And what if one of these people you give the fountain of youth water to just decides with all of their knowledge they're going to become an effing dictator or something of the entire world? That would suck. Uh, you know, actually, I thought that the best form... Of like the only way that humanity could reach world peace was having like a dictator over the entire planet. Uh, however, that dictator would just have to be a nice guy. I mean, dictatorship would work if only it was a nice guy. Unfortunately, anyone that wants to become a dictator isn't much of a nice guy. They're pretty bad guys, and so they end up murdering half their population or another population. But you know, details, right? <laughs> Anyways. Anytime you see immortality portrayed in a a piece of work, a, some some form of media, that immortal person usually ends up trying to find a way to die. Uh, oftentimes, I read these stories on No Sleep on Reddit, and a lot of them, when they talk about immortality, or I met someone who's immortal, it was like, man, dude, I you know I've been trying to die forever. I, I can't do it. Like I, I've done literally everything. Because living as so long, you just get bored of everything. And at one point, you just want release. People don't understand the value of death because they probably don't understand the value of life. Um, death is an important part of everything. At one point, you need a break. You need an effing release. For most people, again, to be some people, maybe immortality really is the move, dude. I would actually love to. You know, at first I thought immortality was a curse. But after I've said everything I've said here, holy crap, I'm not going to lie. I've convinced myself I want to be. That'd be effing awesome. I get to learn everything. I get to experience everything. I get to experience mostly the learning everything. That part is effing nice. I get to live long enough to see my podcast and maybe succeed. Uh, I love all of you that listen to this. All right, don't, don't get me wrong here. Um, uh, but uh, it's like, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I, cause like, sure, maybe at one point in my life I was depressed and I was like, ah, oh, you know, death is cool. But like, you know, death is great. But, uh, man, if I live forever, I can just get over my depression <laughs> or any sort of sad time thoughts. Just get over it. Go eat new food. Uh, learn something new. Uh, yeah, it maybe immortality isn't a curse. Maybe immortality is effing fine. And someone like me, who, <laughs> who's just a horrible person, I guess, uh, would do fine with immortality. Who knows? But 
you know, a lot of times they do try to find a way to to end the cycle and to finally, you know, put a period on the book, uh, uh, to, or to the end the sentence of the book. I, I don't know, but because you know, at one point it's just like, holy crap! I mean, life is great, but there's also, you know, life contains suffering, uh, and and so you experience that too, and getting over that could be really, really tough. I wonder if even a monk could live forever. I mean, I say I could, but I wonder if a monk who, uh, you know, detached, uh, they their suffering is a lot less than ours, could they just go ahead and live forever without consequence? Who knows? Um, but, you know, with the whole, again, creation thing, you get to create knowledge and stuff, maybe living forever would be cool. Uh, and if you haven't made it off the earth, one day the sun explodes and then you die there. GG. Um We'll just go ahead and say uh, galactic catastrophes do kill you. So if you are squished between two planets colliding, you'll die. If a asteroid that like effin hits the Earth and absolutely just demolishes the entire planet and you get flinged off of it or something, like you'll die. Well, we're just going to assume that in space you will not be alive <laughs> without normal human living conditions of oxygen, water, uh, not water and food, starvation isn't going to kill you, you're immortal. Um, without oxygen, you'll die. Uh, I guess unless it's like underwater or something. May, uh, you can't drown. We're going to say you can't drown. If you're on anything like Earth, then you're not going to die. If you're in space, you need to wear a spacesuit and you'll be fine. But if it's like sun exploding, the entire galaxy like burning out or the entire universe collapsing in on itself, then yeah, you're going to die. We'll just say that. That's your release. One day, one day, that's what you wait for. You wait for all eternity for the effing universe to just whoosh back in on itself. But anyways, I uh, talked for a while. I actually talked a lot more than I thought I would for this one, which is cool. So, you know, a good conversation about immortality. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. This is really... <laughs> really fun, really interesting to consider because now I am considering whether immortality really would be a horrible thing. I guess like in practice, maybe I'm falling to the like, oh, it seems really cool, um, you know, fallacy. And then in practice, I, I would be one of the ones that are like, holy crap, dude, this is effing boring now. Because uh, even creating knowledge, that's hard. And maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe it's just boring. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Death is really cool. Death is really awesome. We need to have an episode on, you know, death and the whole cycle of creation, evolution, and destruction. Uh, but until then, uh, we're going to go ahead and keep living our ephemeral lives uh, and have simple lives that are meaningless in the wide breadth of existence. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, whether your lives are meaningless or not meaningless, hopefully you guys are all professional failures now with the guide I made last week. Please go listen to that. That was a really good episode. Really proud of that one. Um, but anyways, some of the last week, I love all of you regardless of whether or not you're immortal. If you are, please bottle up the Fountain of Youth water and send me some too. Uh, and, and I'll consider whether or not I want to drink it. Uh, but, you know, if I, if I get the bottle, I will shout you out. But anyways, until next week, uh, I will see you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seriously Funny. Peace.